Why can't you share your bed? The, the most loving thing to do is to share your bed with someone. And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. I was ordering a salad, and they're like, well, what kind of dressing would you like? And I thought, I kind of like all of them. Buck Perez. That's my goal. Oh, I like that. Is to buy a dashiki. And just listen to a lot of Arrested Development. And from the rotating gang, Cigar Store Indians, Mark Chambers. Uh, I'm trying to live a more exciting life. Now that I no longer have what they like to call stable employment. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Hey, Todd, how are we doing? Uh, Doing great, Buck, and to the left of me. Oh, very good. Oh, and to the left of me, Mark Chambers. Hello. Now, uh, you probably know who Mark is, unless you're the 5% of people who email me every once in a while and go, Heard about your show on Giovanni's podcast. Love it. Heard, <laughs> heard you did something earlier back in the day. What what was that all about? Yeah. And then uh, I send them a BitTorrent of something that n- no longer BitTorrents. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll be selling those. That's, that's It'll be good. No, totally fine. People people <laughs> asked me for the thing, and I was like, I think we're selling these these days. I don't know. I I, 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 I use Giovanni to broker all that. Giovanni goes, well, we're doing this. I go, well, can you do this? And I send it to Giovanni. Mm-hmm. And then Giovanni pawns off the idea to you right. as if it was Giovanni's idea. Yes. Oh, is that what happened? I think that's what oh. happened. Oh, wow. He, he pimped your idea. Yeah, he pimped Giovanni. my idea. Giovanni. Yeah. Just if, yeah. Oh, do you want to? I don't want to derail you. Let's, let's do it because it's in my uh, list of shit to go over. Uh, I got an email about... This from Giovanni Chaffee and I, Mike Chaffee and I both got the same email from Gio, just saying like, "Hey, we're uh, you know he's like the show is ending, but a lot of people want the old stuff." I was thinking, right? Dot dot dot. I came up with <laughs> yeah <laughs> from my own super brain. <laughs> yes. No, uh, my no, my ideas were just like, could you like put some video in that? He's like, "Oh yeah, maybe we can edit some video together." Mm, All right, cool. Oh, uh, okay. How about this? So. Uh, Mark Chambers of yes. uh, Low Budget FM oh, here, there is, yeah. and uh, Mark, Mark, they're uh, putting together right now a DVD uh, box set of every episode of Low Budget FM, and you can get it by emailing uh, Giovanni Giorgio mm. at adamcarolla.com. Is that his full? It's not just Giovanni at adamcarolla.com. No, it should be like Gio. Yeah. No, no. Because is he not is he not like me at giovanni.com or geopodcast.com or there's not like geo at gmail or something they, they should have put that together but i think he likes the at adamcarolla.com we all do the right. moniker, the <laughs> yeah. moniker. Yes. yeah like no he, no one's that excited about the buck at far out podcast oh, you know yeah no one's latching on no well, but so uh, they're, they're giving away, or not giving away, selling it at a very modest uh, price so everybody can get that. And that, that's why Mark came on, actually, just to uh, sell DVDs. <laughs> this is it? And, uh, and I, brought, wow. I brought a few to give away if you want to give them away to like callers 3, 5, and 7. That... Well, actually, we're giving away Jenna Jameson Hot Trimmers on oh. today's show. For the, oh, the, board, <laughs> the board just lit up. Yeah. Uh, everyone, just lit up. Everyone wants those, uh, those pube cha- oh, trimmers. <laughs> first 97 callers will get one. I feel bad, Todd. Uh, first of all, am I all treble? Or is that just my headphones? Anyway. Uh, that, that, that just might be your headphones. Okay. Um, so or I thought this was just a cruel joke that you were playing on me, just taking all, you know, put, making me all high end. But, uh. <laughs> um, 
I uh, I must apologize to your poor listeners because I got up like super early and worked the full day and then drove, took four freeways to get mm. here and. Uh, he lit about six fires on the way over here. Yeah, it's it's been a rough day of committing arson after arson. Exactly. It's crazy. So uh, so I'm I'm exhausted now. So you're getting about one tenth of what I feel you deserve. Well, uh, well, I, I appreciate you feel that I I, I deserve something. First of all, you're that's like the most important. You're thing. like Kobe with the fucked up wrist. Yeah, we need you to be like Kobe right now, man. Just. Even though it's Christmas Day, play on, you know? The rapes or the, or the basketball? <laughs> Both. Okay. You choose. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's up to you. One begets the other. Mark, if, if your ability to rape isn't what it usually was today, I'm going to be very upset because, you know, much like any other crime, like if you're the victim of a robbery or mm-hmm. a rapist, you want to train professional. You don't want an exhausted rapist who's no. just really not giving it his all. No. you. <laughs> he sort of duct tapes your hands together. He kind of throws you on the floor like... What's going on? His aim is all off. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a Brad Pitt said in Moneyball. He's like, uh, do you want to be shot in the head quickly or do you want to be shot five times in the chest and bleed? At one point, he actually asked her if she was okay. Right. Yeah, <laughs> she looked like she might be in a little bit of pain. He's concerned with pleasing her. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he went down on her for like 20 minutes. So may today's raping be a thorough and professional <laughs> raping. That's all we ask. We're going to cut out all the rape stuff. Yes. Oh, no, we're not. No, Damn it. in. Damn so uh, before we get into today's stuff, I want to do just a couple quick plugs. Uh, BrianWhitman.com, if you want to hear my recent appearance on Brian Whitman's podcast, Brian Whitman, uh, formerly of Conway and Whitman, which was a show on 97.1 when, uh, back when Mark and I worked over there. Uh, I was on that show, and it's the 12th podcast, I think. So you guys should check that out. Um, and to the new listeners who checked that out and then came to take a listen to our show, uh, I thank you and uh, stick around. Uh, it just keeps getting better. Uh, <laughs> I got more rape stuff coming in minute 37. Good. Yeah, yeah. Keep bringing it. Uh, so, everybody, uh, once again, great having you here, Mark. Uh, I know that the listeners will be very happy to have Mark on the show because I do get emails saying, why don't you have Mark on the show? Have Mark on the show. I'm like, Mark will be on the show. It'll I, be fine. I've never actually been here before. I, I, since you started doing the podcast, I haven't. I, I had to like get directions to your house yeah. and remember where to park. And Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's good to be here. Thank you. I, I don't like putting people out of their way because I know I live out of the way of everybody who does podcasting. Mm. I live 30 minutes from everybody besides Buck that does podcasting. So Yeah, I live 27 minutes away from you. Yeah. Okay, I was about to say, where, where are you at? <laughs> I live in San Pedro. Oh, okay. The armpit of Los Angeles, the harbor. <laughs> yes. How are the fire's down there? Not Actually, I have a story. Oh. Do, do we got time? I just remembered. Yes. There's always time for your stories, Buck. Time. All right, very good. Coming out of... Uh, my friend's house at about 10 o'clock. This is on PCH and Pennsylvania. You know, yeah. AMC Theater's right there, Torrance Inn. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, right? I know they do. You know what's up. I'm looking across the street, right in the Torrance Inn, underground parking garage, smoke, mm. just billowing out. Yeah, I don't. To be fair, it was your car. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I was across <laughs> the street. I was across the street, and no, I wasn't smoking weed in my car. I know that's what you're referencing, damn it. Oh. Anyway, I was, uh, I had to, I made the 911 call. Oh, really? Wow. No one was doing anything. I looked in the Norms. You know, there's a Norms restaurant right there. Everyone's just gawk-eyed, just not doing anything. No one has a phone in their hand. Yeah. So, yeah, I I called 911. And then then did you run immediately? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. uh, Get the fuck out of there. Well, when the Popo and the fire department did show up, I was off the phone by that time, made like, do-do-do, you know, just like got kind of out of there. The problem was that he used a voice changer when they got there. He was wearing a ski mask. Both <laughs> were for unrelated. Yes. Unrelated That things. was just random. Yeah. I, I always have that shit on me. <laughs> yeah. But then, 
But then the next night, go back to the same apartment, right? I pull up and park in the uh, visitor parking right there. The manager is putting out a fire that someone just started in their trash trash dump right there what at the their apartment. I know. It's fucked up. This is Torrance. This is Torrance Lomita area. Yeah, 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 a nice part of town. So it, it was probably one of these, uh, you know, idiots that saw it on the ten o'clock news that night and went, "Oh shit, I got to do something like that." Yeah, the, those Here, were the amateur arsons. Yeah. Here's yeah. my problem with that. Everyone, you know, uh, last night, the night before, everyone, you know, everyone I know, oh, terrified that Los Angeles on the edge was the headline on right. Yahoo, which put Los Angeles on the edge when they all read it on Yahoo. Right. Yeah. Because before that, no one I talked to knew about the fires. No one they was all, on the edge. They all learned about them on Yahoo and they realized they were supposed to be on the edge. Um, <laughs> and then, um, you know, they announced, oh, we caught him. We got him. We, we got, got him. the arsonist. We got I'm like, really think that it was one guy doing every fire that right. was possibly set. Like, it's got to be. Like, how easy it is to set a goddamn fire. Right. Like, and just run away. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and they're like, well, it was probably some dude like throwing Molotov cocktails from a motorcycle because he got so many done in such a short amount of time. I'm like, okay, really? Yeah. That like, like did we have our eight year old kid that works at the fire department come up with that scenario? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it'd be sweet yeah. if if some guy on a motorcycle was throwing Molotov cocktails. Like, right, right. It, it was, could never possibly be more than one person. Right. He was going kind of, uh, with the uh, Santa Claus kind of effect of arson, where <laughs> they've got some eight tiny reindeer and he's running around. He can, <laughs> How could one man possibly <laughs> hit up more than seventeen hundred automobiles? How many fires were there? Because honestly, uh, I've been hung over and watching Raider games and sleeping off beer like the last two days. So Whatever. honestly, I don't really know what's been happening. You, and, you reek of gasoline right now, my friend. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. I mean, I'm not buying this. I'm hung over. How many did you personally set? And then we'll figure out how many were copycatters. Well, exactly. we'll put it this way. We all know that I'm a notoriously cheap individual. Uh, anything lit with 87 octane gasoline uh, was probably, probably me. Yeah. I'm not doing the 89 <laughs> octane. It like, was a couple of dozen at least, yeah, wasn't it? Like, it, was, it, was, it was a lot. It what was, part of town a lot of fires most of them happened in hollywood and yeah. the guy got pulled over today in hollywood it was like sunset in fairfax he was on oh shit yeah so, one of them was down the street from my house actually i was a little uh, the yeah. girlfriend was not stoked when she found it. i was like tweeting jokes about the fact that they were down the street from my apartment and then getting the uh the phone call like you know that's it's not funny. They're they're really down the street, right? Yeah. Like, oh no, no, no I I made that up. Don't open the web browser. <laughs> yeah, don't bring reality into this. Come yeah. on, yeah. yeah. But uh, God, that's a horrible Christmas if that's your fucking car. Like yeah. that would be my luck, you know. Yeah. To be fair, God. if somebody set my Lincoln Continental on fire right now, <laughs> I'd take a couple pictures and say, "Thank Christ." <laughs> my, my, you know, the the funny thing is, my car right now isn't running right because the steering column is fucked up. Mm. I can't make a right in my car right now. Like I can make a right, but it's very difficult. It go, it moves to the left fine. So it's like if I have to go to like Seven Eleven or Cerritos, which are to the right, <laughs> there's no fucking chance that I got to take my wife's Scion in order to go to that part of town. Your right. car is the Derek Zoolander of automobiles. Can't go right. <laughs> left. Left. Oh, wait, oh, yeah, yeah. which one can't it do? Uh, my car. Yeah. Right. Right. Damn. Shit. Go. Well, that was. That would have been a. That was just like, slightly I, off. I, I need you to take it again. But tell the joke in opposite. Yeah, just reach down, roll it back. Car can't go left. There's no way that I can make it to North Long Beach in time. <laughs> Come on, you, man. You've already got a good take of that joke. I'm not giving you two. So it's the day after New Year's. Okay. 
By the way, that was uh, that was the Mark Chambers jump cut transition. That was the Abbott and Costello. Yes. W- which was always like, Mark, we'd have something going and be beaten back and forth. But it was time to get to the topic. And Mark would just, so it's New Year's. Jump cut. Yeah, t- time to move God on. God knows how much was cut out before we finally transitioned. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody want this last Stella? Oh, no, go for it. We have, for we're, we're on the cheap beer now after that. Mark was kind enough to bring some Stella Artois. So uh, it's New Year's. Every, everybody knows uh, 2012. Everybody's excited about that. Um, and so every year, traditionally, everybody knows this, people make resolutions. And most importantly, people on podcasts talk about their resolutions for the new year. But, uh, but I thought that maybe if I had these two fine gentlemen in the room, they would somehow figure out a way to break the mold of the normal mm-hmm. resolutions. This isn't going to be uh, curbing, curbing weight gain or uh, beating your wife less. No, this is going to be some real, true New Year's resolutions that potentially the listeners out there, the far-out audience... Uh, can take a listen to it, maybe find a different way to improve their life. Hmm. And uh, That's very noble of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, this show's about helping people, I've decided. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh. Not, not, not only was it just to say that Todd Perry isn't just a goofball, he's a man of depth, but it's to say that uh, we can help people out. This And this does not actually count as your court-mandated community service, so, or so it does? It, it's still. I still so got public, one more year of probation. Public service, yeah. Yeah, it's a public service announcement. And uh, so I thought that maybe we could go around and, uh, you know, and, and say what we'd like to change for the new year to hopefully make ourselves better individuals mm-hmm. or uh, possibly more profitable individuals or maybe just become bigger assholes. I don't know. Mm. Um, but uh, one thing that uh, I was thinking about in 2012, mm. as opposed to 2011, yes. is in 2011, I started having a mild problem with uh, getting... Uh, it's private. Mm. Oh. Talking about this. on, mm. uh, I, was, I was having semi-rigid erections mm. while looking at eye stock photos. Okay. Now, I've had to look up lots of photos of like women sleeping. And stuff in an eye stock, you could find that there's actually pictures of women that are kind of like hot. Mm-hmm. And as I'm at work and I'm like kind of perusing the photos, I'll be like, "Oh, that blonde right there with like the big shit-eating grin, who's on the like, Who, who's looking at her laptop." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are like the photos you're looking at. This yeah. is not porn in any way. So no, the fact that you're yeah, kind of it's the innocence of it is what makes it so sexy. Oh, oh really? It sees innocent like big mm. toothy grinning women. And by the way, every picture on iStock has to have either a, a black woman with very ethnic hair mm-hmm. or a white woman looking at a laptop. Which one does it for you? Ah, uh, hmm, good question. Yeah. Mostly the, the the women with big ethnic hair are usually um, customer service photos. Okay. Yeah. And But the, the, the women... <laughs> so the hair is matted down by the headset she's wearing yes. as she tells you that you're saving on your long distance. But she has figured out a way to yeah. somehow cultivate an awesomely ethnic hairdo yeah. while wearing the headset. Got it. Which is good. But usually it's, it's, it's women laying in a bed, maybe in something uh, kind of lingerie-ish, but not quite. It's oh. like the athletic lingerie. Okay. And I'll be at work and I'll be like, oh, she's kind of hot. Yeah. You would be a good candidate for my website, chicksinsportsbras.org. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> They're just, you know, standing in front of mirrors or, you know, jogging or not, totally non-sexual. Usually those women tend to be flat-chested, though. Like the sports bra, like the Mia Hams playing soccer, throwing off their shirt and revealing a, uh, a breast about uh, a little bit south of uh, the chick from Bendit, like Beckham, Keira Knightley, hmm. is usually what you get in the uh, athletic like, bra. Is like the Coles... Like magazine, like penthouse for you. 
Like you're just <laughs> looking at that shit like, oh baby, you know, like checking out the shit. No, because it usually fucks me up because my wife has circled a bunch of shit that I think we Ooh. can't afford. Oh, yeah. yeah. So now, are you like two steps away at this point from getting really aroused when you see like some thirty-something-year-old mom at Crate and Barrel, yes. just like mm. perusing the aisles, and you're just like. You're just imagining her sitting at her desk with her headset on. Yes, <laughs> in like a in like a nice suit. Look at my life, Mark. <laughs> One too many buttons undone. Right, right. Like, ooh, some some sexy, somewhat sexy glasses. But that I mean, that's my first resolution. I wanna I wanna quit being aroused by that. But you know. It's, there's something nice about being aroused by something softcore. I think it's something missing in our society today. Now, can I ask, uh, maybe, I don't know who the expert, the go-to is on this show. Maybe mm. it's Todd, maybe it's Buck. Yep. But um, what does that say about Todd? Like, you say that you don't want to do that anymore. I have a wholesome sexuality. Well, yeah, I was going to say, what can we change in your life to make you not aroused by women? Like, is your is your actual sex life so crazy kinky that the mundane is what turns you on now? No, it's so crazily non, non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, oh, that the Monday is very <laughs> the threshold is low. There's a mm. lot of me peeking between my blinds these days, and looking wow. out on the street, <laughs> just looking for it, just yeah. looking around. Yeah. I, I once got semi erect off a female a male carrier. Mm. It was bad, mm. but but that was again a black woman with very ethnic hair. Yes, in the <laughs> tight blue, yes. <laughs> pushing the little one wheel, somehow staying, just you know, pouring out of it. <laughs> Why she got to be black, man? Uh, well, Why that's what I want to know. There's a lot of black women that are mail carriers. Yes, there are. I mean, usually, I mean, usually it's like it's a bad story. Queen Latifah and Marshall Warfield play them in, in the in the movies, but so there that is. Makes it okay. You have a sassy black male mail carrier. Yes. <laughs> it's also like judges and mail carriers. Like every time there's a judge, it's always an angry black woman. Yeah. Always. Yeah. It's like, hey, are you guys still going to be able to pick up my mail on Saturday? Right, yeah. yeah. This is what you want. And then and then the music comes on. Right. And, and, and what, you say you've got a package to get her, and you need to make sure that it gets there on time. Can you unwrap my package? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mark Chambers, 2012. Oh. oh. You're making me unlock my phone? Yeah. Go to my notes app? Yeah. Look at my what I wrote. No, I actually... Phil Buck, Phil Buck. I documented, oh, oh. I documented these for my own uh, edification and, yeah. and, and and tracking purposes and then i got to bring them in you know and use them as prep uh my first resolution actually in in 2012 now the listeners uh to far out probably don't know me from shit or maybe they do yeah they probably do um but i've recently moved in with a lady yeah or she moved in with me mm. <laughs> and um which allows me to get to my first resolution in 2012 which is to not do a single load of laundry mm. I, I want no part of the process of cleaning my clothes anymore. So, so you think oh. a woman now should I, I, be taking I, the responsibility? I'm going to just disengage from the process. And I, by the end of 2012, I would like to think of my closet as a magic box that is always filled with clean clothes. Right. That it just you put you throw it in there, then it amazingly cleans <laughs> yeah, itself. If it's on the top, it's it, it's in play. And then when I'm done with it, I put it in the bottom part. Mm. And then mm. at some point, it works its way back up there. And then it's in play again. Right. This is what I would like. I believe that if I start now, I'm 27, uh, on the tail end of 27. By the time I'm 33, 34, 
I'll be, you know, I'll be uh, Al Bundy. Mm. I, I'm thinking this this is going to be a challenge to your uh, woman's olfactory senses mm. because she's going to have to become sense. Like she's gonna she's gonna smell the funk coming out of the closet and mm-hmm. go time to act. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to figure out how to like Pavlov's dog her into <laughs> knowing when you've got some funky smelling drawls that she yeah. needs to act on it. So should I put them? I just put them all in the same basket then, so it just starts to waft. No, I, well, I don't want this to impact my quality of life. I don't you know I don't necessarily care about impacting her hers, quality of life. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I got you. But. It's a two-step process, actually. You're gonna start. You're gonna start the smell, and then you're gonna have to reward her. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to reward her with either laying off her, like leaving no, her alone we, for we, a night. We both exactly. know that's not that's not gonna come easy. Okay. You guys, I'm, I'm laying off her tonight. Yeah. By being here. That's good. I'm that's not physically present at the house. To be fair, you came here to rape. You said it earlier. Oh, that's, <laughs> I'm not. I'm laying off her. Yes. Yeah. So I think that now, now you're gonna have to find a good reward for a woman, which mm-hmm. ah, hard to figure out because. Usually praise works, but... I've read enough Kathy cartoons to know it's chocolate. (laughs) Okay. There you go. I'm pretty sure chocolate or bonbons, Mm. you know, again, married with children. Yeah, give her some time alone with some bonbons (laughs) and some lifetime. Peg always liked the bonbons. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. she loves the bonbons, you know. Watching Oprah. I, I know how women work. And then any gaps in my knowledge that I still have, I can just go back to that movie with Mel Gibson. What women want. Oh, Jesus. How about this? How, how about you get a stack of O magazine, like Oprah's magazine, wow. that's about uh, double the size of what my father had of National Geographic. Okay. And whenever she does the laundry, apropos to nothing, mm-hmm. you just give her I like give her the magazine. September 1998. Okay. And she goes, what's this for? Don't worry about it. And then she will make up her own mind that doing the laundry is good without... You actually telling her to do the laundry. Because I gave her the O magazine. Yes. Right. Yeah. Vintage O. You gave her the O. Yeah. Gave her vintage O. <laughs> Those toe-curdling vintage O's. <laughs> like, <laughs> Buck Perez. Oh, yes. 2012. What are you changing? One thing I'm not going to do, and I learned this within the past week or two, is go visit my old job. No. Mm. The uh, One of the restaurants I used to work at. Yeah. Recently got fired from. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't very harmonious leaving it, but, you know, some of the people I worked with were my friends and shit like that so i went back and uh had some food there and then uh the next morning as we like to say here i was practicing karate oh i, I was basically over the toilet <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> a little karate practice exactly so i've learned that i think they're fucking with my food over there really mm. yeah so I'm, one resolution is even though i like it even though i get pretty much free beer over there yeah. don't don't go there because the food will kill me they're food poisoning you. Yeah, they're how, trying to slowly. How bad is food where you'll pass up free beer? Yeah. <laughs> or am I just an alcoholic? Like? Well, I mean, I did. Yeah, that's the thing. Last time I went, I did drink mighty heavily. Maybe that that couldn't have made me puke. There's no possible correlation. That couldn't have made me puke. Drinking no, that, heavily. That, that couldn't have made me puke. Right? Exactly. No, it was it was the food. I think it was the. Uh, <laughs> It was the chicken strips. That's what it was. I think the the cooks are fucking with me. As well. I think you have a drinking problem. I think maybe this is some kind of veiled attempt for you to like get free of the no, the, the no, hand of booze. No. Now, t- I'll go I'd, back. Yes, Mark. T- I I don't know. I, I now Buck and I have met on many occasions, but I don't know Buck that well. Yes, right. But one thing I don't see about Buck is degenerate. Like, oh, I don't you, see sir. Buck drinking Look at this or smoking Not, or getting you know, into the drugs. Yeah, like Nothing's going on. If the man says it's his food, it was his food. Well, That's I, right. I, I think you need to take a look behind the lava lamp. <laughs> oh, 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 dear. Just, Buck sits just by the lava lamp. Yeah, just pick around. Oh, 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 no, oh, no, you're Buck. Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. I got it. 
Wait till you get to the fourth show. I and, usually and Buck doesn't even talk. This is like I usually, show, show I, one. Yes. I couldn't see what Todd looked like behind the mic stand. You know, for years. Yeah. I, I just saw the hat. <laughs> right. I assume he looked like the back of an SM58. Jesus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the old uh, the old bit where they thought that uh, Don Imus just looked like a hat on top of a, a broomstick. <laughs> yeah. That's guy just looked like a Raiders hat behind an SM58. Yeah. By the way, how, ask me how I knew this was your house. Hmm? How did you know this was my house? There's a Raiders flag hanging from oh, it. There you go. The only one in a 20-mile radius. Right. <laughs> it's a very large one. And what is this, a Raider keg over there? Yeah. No, we, I just got a... Uh, I, I brought that from Sacramento, and I have a uh, Oakland Raiders um, cooler now that's made into the garage. So. Nice. Uh, uh, ooh, moving on. Um, ooh. I've been, I've been thinking of that. <laughs> ooh, uh, ooh, exactly. Ooh, got you all in check. <laughs> the papers. Um, oh, oh, Bug needs a beer. Gracias. Um, well, you know, for, for for my New Year's resolution, I was um, I was at Ralph's the other day, and I thought that this twenty uh, twenty twelve is maybe gonna be the year. You're gonna join the Ralph's club. Well, no, I am. A, <laughs> oh, I don't get me started. <laughs> Sorry, don't get me started. I have. Not a I was thinking the other day about doing a whole bit about my, my anger that you have to become a member of everything these days. <laughs> like, I went to a movie theater the other day, and they're like, would you like to join the, uh, like the AMC? Stubbs, Stubbs, Stubbs yeah. Stubbs, Stubbs are, yeah. They're fucking annoying as fuck, man. <laughs> they will make you join that shit. I'm a member now. You're, you I, remember Stubbs? Dude, they fucking hassled me into it. Now you'll remember every movie you've ever been to. Oh, it's all thanks to Stubbs. <laughs> well, because of Stubbs. It, it, the chick made me do it, dude. She made me. It took me 25 minutes to buy a ticket to War Horse. Right, I know, <laughs> exactly, dude. Are you sure? Because yeah. your popcorn will be free. The, the do you woman, want more Stubbs? The woman goes, The woman goes. do you want to join Stubbs? And, and she starts getting into it. I go, I heard the other guy on a fucking microphone right yeah. next to you, like, give the whole spiel, I'm out. And they charge you six bucks to save ten bucks every month. Mm. I don't know. I don't go to that many movies. I'm not a millionaire. I can't go buy $100 worth of movie uh, well, tickets a, the, a month. Their thinking is that you're weak-willed. They get you into Stubbs. Now they're getting you into more movies, so you don't feel bad about being a member of Stubbs. Yes. So, so you're, I, you're not losing that membership fee every month. I'm I, just trying to keep up with my Stubbs membership and not, and not, go, <laughs> not go to the Edwards Cinema yeah. right next to it with digital projection. So your goal is to, to not be a slave to your Stubbs membership, to yes. make it be a slave to you. It's a, there you go. It's a rough existence. So I just opted out. And then I went to buy some popcorn, and it's like, and they well, ask you too, yeah. Yeah, and they hit me up there, right, and right. I was like, this is not American Airlines. I'm not a frequent, <laughs> this is a fucking movie theater. There's nothing special about coming here versus the other ones. But what do you do more, Todd? Fly American or see movies at AMC? There you go. I probably fly planes. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. It's and, about the same price. And I'm sorry, you saw War Horse? Yeah. By yourself? No, I saw it with my wife. Oh, Jesus. Tackling that in show two, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus. And, um, well, my thought was I was at Ralph's the other day, and yes, I am a member, and I was thinking... <laughs> since, since 1984. Say, well, it's been a while. I, I have a, the, the phone number of my Ralph's card membership. It's, it's is like one, an old ass one. Yeah, exactly. The Same with me. The poor guy who has my 562 Long Beach number from 2001 wow. is like every time he goes to Ralph's, it's like he's shut out. He shut out of the Ralph's club. <laughs> he has to give his work phone number. He's like, where do I work again? Yeah. And uh, so my my thought was I was I was over at uh, Ralph's the other day and I thought that this should be the year that I start working on my line of signature salad dressings. Okay, because like I, you know Paul Newman, 
if you look, God they have like him. five different types. He's moved into like the, the marinara sauce, and there's yeah. a picture of the same photo of Paul Newman, but he's like, he's got like a clown's hat on. It's like the Saccharoni. Like, may, may he rest in peace. Oh. Pour one out. Long Beach Airport. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. We're just moment but, of silence for Paul. But I, I love salad dressing, and I realized this because the other day um, I was ordering a salad, and they're like, well, what kind of dressing would you like? And I thought, I kind of like all of them. Yeah, like I'm, 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 I'm an open book when it comes to salad dressings, and I thought that you said surprise me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> surprise me, motherfucker. It's they didn't, they yeah. didn't put any on. That, that. is a bold move. I'm they, gonna try that. Yeah, <laughs> surprise <laughs> me. But then again, I don't want to do that in my old work. Yeah, they might surprise you. <laughs> Go there and be like, yeah. Why did it take 45 minutes to get this salad? Well, all the guys jacked off before exactly, they came to work. Exactly. So. Yeah, just so say it anything. Took, took a minute. Anything but the Caesar. <laughs> if it's a balsamic reduction, you're going to know immediately what happened. <laughs> but I figure I'd like to have my face on the front of a salad dressing, and then just for like the Caesar dressing, me with like a, a crown of thorns. Okay. Or maybe that's the Christ dressing. That's Wait, the Christ yeah, dressing. Okay. The, the Caesar one, maybe uh, the crown of leaves. There you go. And then like the Thousand Island, have like a Gilligan's hat on. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> oh, so you're goofy. You're having fun with it. You've I'm actually like thought this out. Yeah. And it all goes to charity. <laughs> That's what happens. But the charity's in an offshore bank. It's really just your bank account, right? Yeah. Okay. It's it's, buying yacht fuel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wherever Tyco is doing business these days is where I'm making my money off of salad dressing. Yeah. But uh, I thought that this would be a good thing, and I thought uh, I I like all salad dressing, so it's not like I could be really like, oh, well, I'm not going to make a Catalina. Of course I'm going to make a fucking Catalina. It's going to be great. And everybody likes salad dressing. No one ever goes, fuck salad dressing. (laughs) Let me ask a question. Mm. Do you think that Newman's own salad dressing was born out of Paul Newman's intense love of salad dressing? Yes. And that he personally chose or chose not to put out a particular salad dressing based on his personal tastes? I think so. I'd like to live in that world where that's true. <laughs> that's the world I live in. I want to live in Todd's idealistic salad dressing personal preference world. You live in a world where arson has set fire to cars. I live in Lakewood. <laughs> That's true. And That's there's right. a nice Filipino guy who's married to a Brazilian chick with a nice ass. And the Cosbys live on the other side of the street. Boy, My life is perfect. Nice. This is nice you, over here. You're going to be surrounded by beautiful babies and comic relief for the rest of your life. I'm floating on a sea <laughs> of memory bliss. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so we do, uh, uh, Mark Chambers, your next uh, New Year's resolution. I'm going to unlock the phone. Mm, this show's getting long. It's very rare that on a far out podcast we get into the 29 minute range. Oh, shit sorry. sorry. Down. I'll, I'll, I'll no, hurry. It's not your fault. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm telling him off my... Oh, good. Uh, so, uh, my, my next one, this was, this is a big one for me, but I feel like it's going to be good. I, right. I, I like to... Uh, I'm trying to live a more exciting life now yeah. that I no longer have what they like to call stable employment. Well, now that you live so, with a woman, you decided, wait, shit. Yeah. Like, you have to start adopting other hobbies and things that are somewhat risky. Yeah, I can't... Uh, my hobby can't be sitting at home because now I'm sitting at home with the woman. Yeah. I feel like I have to be on. Yeah, like yeah, I'm doing yeah. a comedy routine all the time. You feel like you have to be on with your woman? I do. I mm. turn the fuck off. Do you? There's, my wife talks way more in our home. Least interesting person in the world. Well, nary a joke is told in the Perry House. I'm watching PBS all day is what yeah. happens. How long have you been with this uh, sad about, woman? Uh, I met her uh, a little over a year ago. See, that's, a, that's a thing. Time time erases all that shit. You know, you were with your chick for a long time. Oh, fuck yeah. Exactly. That's, Clinton that's administration. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guard will come down is what I'm saying. Mm. So, until that happens. <laughs> so, you, wait, wait. I, I'm thinking this. I, okay. I, I want to unpack this a little. Okay, oh, yeah. Go for it. As Dan Savage would say. Um, I, you know, the, the, the need to feel on with the woman at home. Your ideal woman 
There you go. Yeah. Your ideal woman is a woman that you don't feel... You're like you're like okay, we're gonna go hang out with your friends tonight. I'm gonna be funny tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna turn on the charm. I'm gonna you know, some of that 103.7 free FM <laughs> shit. The reason I made the big money over there will be known on that I'm, night. I'm hitting the post. I'm taking it to break. It's yeah. It's, everybody's like, oh, we love it. We're so funny. It's a big night at home. He always knows when to end it. Yeah. <laughs> when the conversation gets too fucking long, dude, he's out. Yeah. So what do you guys think about that? Always has material. Mm-hmm. You know, but you don't get that by wasting it at home on your woman. Oh, that's true. Don't waste your material. Oh, good point. But every once in a while, if she says something funny, write it down and attribute it to yourself. And I use it, yeah. My wife says some funny shit sometimes, and I'm like, wow, that was good. And then you say some funny shit at work, and everyone's like, wow, that Todd Perry. He the un- reason he's in comedy. He understands women. So Mark, Mark <laughs> James. Exactly. The, the women are like, that's such a feminine view, Todd. Well, yeah. I, I appreciate you. Yeah. What do we got? So my next one is um, in 2012, I would like to um, I would like to have more miraculous come from behind victories. Oh, by Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to Tim Tebow. Uh, I would like uh, Mark Chambers to be known as a fourth quarter team. Nice. Yeah, you I know? like that. I like, like it. I don't want to. I don't want to be that kid that walks into the room and everyone's like, "Well, he's bred for success." You know, <laughs> like I don't want to be like, you know, walk in and everyone's like, "Oh, f- well, now we're fucked. Can't right. compete with that." You want to be like, you want to be the scrappy underdog. You want to be the guy that comes in the meeting and no one assumes you're going to say anything interesting. Mm-hmm. But then that one time you do say something good, the boss is like, "I like this kid." Yeah, huge come from behind victory out of nowhere. Right, right, right. The right. last second, I'm I'm spiking that hail mary into the end zone, or I'm throwing it. <laughs> Oh, I don't know which one gets more tail, but whichever. Throwing it. Throw. Okay. Although I'm throwing it. Yeah. <laughs> I say doing the icky shuffle gets more. Someone yeah, else good. is spiking. If you're doing the icky shuffle at any time. But uh, basically, I'd like to backload all of my victories. It's front loaded with the, the trappings of failure, <laughs> <laughs> and it reeks of failure, and it's got all the warning signs that you literally stay away from. Right. right. But you just stay with it, and then and then at the last second. I put, you know, we're 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 six points behind, two point conversion. Throw on it. Had to put a little extra on it. I like that. <laughs> Had to win by more than one. Yeah, you want to be the quarterback in that because you don't want to be the guy that underperforms all the time and then they throw to you in the fourth quarter and if you fuck up, you fuck up and then you're a zero. Mm. You want to be the guy kind of throwing it, making it happen. I like that. I guess what I'm saying is I don't give a shit what my passer rating is in life. Right. Mm. You are like Tim Tebow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Radio Tebow. Video uh, Tebow. Buck uh, Perez. Yes. A- anything else? Anything else you're focusing on for the rest of 2012? <clears throat> Realized a few things this year. You know, it's been a long year. It's been a long it's year. It's been a big year. I lost Polly, my dog. Yeah. Oh. Lost. Buck actually, Mark, you'd appreciate this. Mm. Uh, well, you wouldn't appreciate it because it's a visual bit, but mm. we filmed it. Mm. Buck actually, he opened up his dog's ashes on the show. Oh, far up got a little dark in the, the, in, yeah. the in the dark yeah. in the Middle Ages yeah. between like show show twenty twenties to fifties. We got a little dark, and then I saw the Stitcher numbers, and we got happy again. Ah. But <laughs> Buck Perez actually is the first guy to ever brandish a dead dog essentially on a radio show wow I get wow. that honor and right. I was the only guy to attempt to snort it <laughs> wow no. you tried <laughs> you gotta well you know when it's all been done you gotta do things no one ever thought you would wanna do right yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> shit people stayed away from on purpose is now in play. There's like, so many people with podcasts these days. Like, yeah. every, like half the people that listen to the show now have a podcast. They all email me. They go, listen to the show. And I, and I, and I do. And I give them my, my, my points. And I, oh, I wish them the best because that's why I love this. Everybody can do it. But yeah. uh, now when half the audience has a podcast, you're like, oh, fuck. We really got to push it now. Right now in a garage in Omaha... Someone is uh, sitting across from his new co-host, snorting the ashes of his old co-host right, right. that he killed in a bit. Oh, I like the fact that I hope somebody right now in Omaha is going, starting the show and going, <sighs> <laughs> that's, no, that's, I mean, well, I'm getting a nickel every time they do that, so I, I hope they're doing that too. Better get that goddamn nickel. Yeah. Buck Perez, 2012. Oh, right. Well, it was a long year. I realized I missed out on a few things from my past, you know, especially TV and music. You know? right, right. So one thing was Arrested Development, mm. the series, you know? Never saw it. Never got into it either. Yeah. But they're making a movie, and I, I've, I've watched a few episodes. It's good. So yeah, I'm going to get into Arrested Development. Mm. But also the mid-90s band, Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to... My, here, my, have a dollar. In yeah. fact, no brother man here. No, yes, <laughs> Mr. Window. So my other one is to basically buy a dashiki. That, that's my goal. This oh, year, I like is, that. Is to, is to buy a dashiki. And just get back into all that shit and just you've, listen to listen to a lot of rest of development. You've given yourself a whole year to buy a dashiki. Yeah. <laughs> well listen, I'm thinking long term. I'm thinking long term, sir. I like long term, yes. I like that. You know, when you get out of bed tomorrow morning, it you don't need happen. to be like, I gotta fucking go, I gotta get that. You get like, no, it's January. <laughs> I'm not stressing till November, baby. You know, it's it's gonna take a while with this guy. Yeah. You know, to work up to it, Mark. So I yeah. love it. Yeah, my, exactly. my mom once dated a Nigerian. And back in 1996-ish. Yeah. And, oh, wow. uh, that sort of thing was frowned upon in 96. My mom was an innovator. She, okay. She was into it. Yeah. He was a chemical engineer. No, actually, not really. Jungle Fever did oh. come out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your mom was, I think, the coattails of that. She was riding she saw, the wave. Yeah. <laughs> she saw that movie and was like, wow. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, my mom was like, my mom was like, yeah, black guys, black guys. I'm going for a fucking guy from the, from, you know, God, the Blackest motherland. motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Nigerian. Yeah. Was it? I think I once mentioned that, and oh, I, I mentioned my mom dated a Nigerian man once, and I think it was when he did the show with the man from the internet on. Right. He said, "Did he keep emailing her, asking her for money?" <laughs> 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 Fucking lost my mind. Boo! Yeah, boo! It was a funny joke though. So, and she, they started giving her like African clothes to wear. Oh, and my mother's like the whitest, Your mom? most yeah, exactly. Barbara Billingsley <laughs> ass like white woman, and they gave her a black sweater with a gold lame lion on it. Awesome. And my mom was like, oh shit, Todd. I was like, what? She goes, I can't wear this to church. <laughs> There's no way in hell I could wear a, a gold lame lion to church. But you know what? Um, she did wear it once and wore it proudly. So, Buck, I think you'll feel the same way. You, you're actually going to end up being like, uh, who was the, the WWF wrestler that uh, started wearing? It was a fat white guy that started wearing a daishiki. Like, uh, he was, no, he was the big boss man. Right, mm. and he he dressed like a cop. Okay, he was okay. like a a, a bear looking cop, and then suddenly he became like Hakeem. They started calling him Hakeem, uh. the African Dream, but it was a white guy in a daishiki. <laughs> what? Do you remember this? No, what? This is WWF or WWE? WWF. Oh, see, this? somebody in the audience right now yeah, just shit their pants. Yeah, like, come on, come on, and, and we'll comment. Was it a panda? Huh? WWF? Was it a panda? (laughs) (laughs) The one thing Mark cannot have. 
Panda meat. Panda meat. I wish I could have panda meat. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today. I'd like to thank Buck Perez. Hey, thank you. And I'd like to thank Mark Chambers for coming on the show. Cheers. But, uh, let's have you back on the next one, eh? I'll be here. Here, have a dollar. In fact, no, brother, man. Here, have two. Two dollars means a snack for me, but it means a big deal to you. Be strong, serve God only. Know that if you do, beautiful heaven awaits. As to pull my rope for the first time. I saw a man with no clothes, no money, no plate, Mr. Wendell. That's his name. No one ever knew his name, cause he's a no one. Never thought twice about spending on an old bum until I had the chance to really get to know one. Now that I know him, to give him money isn't charity. He gives me some knowledge, I buy him some shoes. And I think blacks spend all their money on big colleges. Still, most of y'all come out confused. Go ahead, Mr. Wendell. Go ahead, Mr. Wendt. Mr. Wendell has freedom, a free that you and I think is dumb. Free to be without the worries of a quick to this society, for Mr. Wendell's a bum. His only worries are sickness and an occasional harassment by the police in their chase. Uncivilized, we call him, but I just saw him eat off the food we waste. Civilization, are we really civilized? Yes or no? Who are we to judge when thousands of innocent men can be brutally enslaved or killed over a racist grudge? Mr. Wendell has tried to warn us about our ways, but we don't hear him talk. Is it his fault when we've gone too far and we got too far because of him we walk? Mr. Wendell, a man, a human in flesh, but not by law. I bid you dignity to stand with pride. Realize that all in all, you stand tall. Go ahead, Mr. Wendell.